Welcome to Mark and Willie's new best friend. I'm Willie Griswold, once again coming in solo, Han Solo for the intro without Mark Rococo. Don't know why I said that. Uh, it's a day on the podcast. It is just Mark and I talking about being in Chicago together for a year. About a year ago, Mark and I moved here together. Uh, we joined our sketch group, Magic City, which is now uh, doing improv shows. In two weeks, we have an improvised horror movie at Donnie Skybox Theater at the Second City. You guys should be sure to go check that out. It'll be a great time. We'll make sure to post the description uh, and the link to that in the description. It'll be a great time. Uh, directed by Kaylee Looney, as always, and she is number one. In this episode, we talk about a year in Chicago. We talk about going from sketch uh, to going into improv now. We talk about doing more stand-up this summer, what we've learned from each other, how we're writing together, how we're growing as friends and as writing partners and as buddies and as pals. We also talk about doing less of these podcasts over the summer because I had a seizure. Don't worry, everything's okay now. But uh, we go into that a little bit. It's a good time. Mark's actually supportive and sweet for the first time in his life. Uh, Please listen to the episode, get into it, enjoy it. Subscribe, rate us on iTunes if you dig us. If not, roast us. Roast Mark. Uh, Please enjoy the episode. Have a good one. Mark and Willie's new best friend. A bum bum. Uh, every time. To the podcast. I'm Willie Griswold, and I'm Mark Renucci. Together, we are... I found your hair stuff. Oh, yeah, that's such bullshit. I don't use it. I just don't shower. <laughs> no, I just... Well, I just <laughs> let's just get into it. Um, no, let's, no, let's just do that, because I want to put that in it. I want to put this in it. We'll put what in it? I like that, the shower thing. Let's just do oh, it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Cool. We're in it. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, guys. So, um... Hi, friends. Well, uh, we, we had a weird thing. So this week, Mark and I were doing the one year in Chicago buddy anniversary. <laughs> but like, they, I think that we're both not organized enough to actually remember like the first time we recorded a podcast or like actually moved here. So this is kind of like... Well, it's a year of me moving into this apartment. Oh, really? Yeah. Like vaguely though, right? Like it's, you know... Yeah, it's about... 12-ish months. Yeah, no, it's like a year, it's a year and two weeks. Okay. A year and two weeks ago, I moved in to this apartment by the ballpark. 54 weeks, though. That's crazy. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. (laughs) And that's when most of our shenanigans up here in Chicago started. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like, shenanigans? We did a lot of shenanigans, like... um... And this is pretty much about when I got started with Magic City, too, which is when I would say that I was, like, officially starting, like, doing comedy up here. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Um, like, that was when it went from just being like, oh, I go to school up here, and I'm kind of studying comedy. I'm in a theater class. Yeah. And I was like, like I have been to open mics in Indianapolis and Boulder, and I've written half of a sketch, and Mark, and, oh, we've written two scree- two scenes for a screenplay that we talk about every time we hang out, but never do anything about. And still do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then last year, it was like, okay, the wheels are turning. We started talking about doing this podcast. Because mm-hmm. I like, well, the idea for this podcast came about when I was like, well, because we were still living in different cities. And I was like, we should start a blog website or like a video log about that was just like my really I don't yeah, remember. My, no, I, I don't remember. Even think, I think the first time I remember talking about this podcast, I remember we wanted it to be me and you talking to one person. And then at the end of the episode, we would make them decide who they wanted to be their best friend. Remember that? Yeah. And I also wanted it to be like. I didn't know anything about like audio recording and I wanted it to be like, uh, Anonymous. We, like, well, no, not even that. Like we'd go to the, the aquarium, like the shed aquarium and like just record what we're like, record our voice, <laughs> which like would be the hardest thing to do. We could do. They do that on like this American life, like in the field. Yeah. But like, if you have like a, like, a a lav mic <laughs> and you just like record everyone's conversations and just like play them it would be so that would be so distracting and also so bad because it would be like we would just be talking about things in front of us like oh look at that fish look at that fish that's cool wow that's sweet and it would just be unlistenable i think that'd be cool it'd be like no those, it it'd would be like be those cool. really cool improv scenes where it's like now we are folding some laundry who's having fun folding laundry yeah <laughs> Except that those are the worst improv scenes. Oh, no, those are, those are my favorite. <laughs> where people are just specifically just talking about 
things that they're doing. Oh, no, man, that's that's number one. I mean, it does happen in real life all the time. We're recording a podcast. Can you believe we're recording this podcast? It is. Well, no, we're being cute. I think it's cool. I mean, Ugh, I like how we're doing. I like, hate that. I like how we're doing a reflective episode, and we're like fourteen episodes deep. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Whatever. Eh. Fuck it. I, think I mean, it's fun. it. It doesn't fucking. We're in charge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are in charge. Yeah. We make the rules. I make the rules of the game. Uh, <laughs> the game baseball. I oh. invented baseball. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Ooh, you want to get um dinner later don't talk about food we, we talk every episode we're just like let's get food oh well because i was thinking like baseball wrigleyville the chicken wings cool yeah, sounds good some wings sounds good sounds good so so marco how do you feel like <laughs> how do you feel like you've grown in the last year pal well i got ripped i you got, got ripped i got super ripped i'm i'm four percent body fat now yeah <laughs> i'm shaking my head from man. that laugh you can tell i'm, I'm not shaking my head that's stupid man that's stupid um, you do work out a lot. I've seen no progress. I, dude, I 100% have, like, look so different. You do? Yeah. Cool. I mean, I am just making fun of you. I know. I'm down, like, you know, two belt loops. Two belt loops? Yeah, since, like, you know, a year ago. So I probably lost, like, 15 pounds. Good for you. Just a fat, though. But, like, I gained a bunch of muscle. So, like, I'm pretty even. That's cool. So that's what I tell myself on the scale, at that's least. <laughs> thing is, that, like, I, I'm like a, I'm a big man, so like my weight fluctuates a lot. Like I remember back in March, I lost a lot of weight. Like I, uh, I just stopped drinking and I stopped eating cheese and fast food for three weeks. Dude, if I, and I lost, I lost like 15 pounds in like in three weeks. And it was very sudden and very quick. People were like, "What did you do? How did you drop that weight so quickly?" I was like. I just stopped eating cheese and Taco Bell. Yeah. For, for just like for 20 days. Yeah, I also... Um, Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, definitely. You were like, <laughs> I'm doing no dairy. And then you came home the next day. You know, you've said that a million times. It was I the also, day after my birthday because then me and B's older brother just went ham on some Taco Bell. Oh, yeah, that was fun. I remember that. Um, also, I started taking Vyvanse. Oh, you so did? So that helps, yeah. You guys making you lose weight? I mean, yeah, I don't eat. The old Adderall medication to lose weight. I mean, it's not, like, why I got on it, but mm-hmm. it's, like, definitely a side effect. I was talking to a buddy the other day, like, so, basically, when did, like, Adderall and Ritalin and Vyvanse, when did all this become, like, commonplace? Like, while we were growing up, right? Yeah, I think... So, I mean, we're I... just now seeing people that were prescribed Adderall from, like, being, you know, in third grade, from when they were young. We're just now seeing people like that become adults. Yeah. So I mean, pretty much. Probably, when are we going to see four... their, like, their heart conditions develop? Uh, you know, like the probably next in years. like 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, My heart's right? going to fucking explode when I'm 34. Is that a real thing though? I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, you know, but also like there are a million things like that. Like, uh, like high fructose corn syrup, like really hasn't been around that long. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, that's, they made the switch to that and... You know, I like how we're talking about this like we know shit about it. I don't know a lot about it, but I know that like, you know, high fructose corn syrup has only been around for like 20, 25 years. Really? In the like, yeah, in the diet of the American public. Like, like pretty consistently across the board, you have high fructose corn syrup every day. And it's like the biggest health experiment of all time. Because it's just like, we really don't know like the long-term health effects Very of sure. it. Because it's just like, you know... It's a quote-unquote natural, like, food. That's why I get scared. So, we've never talked about this, but... So, I had had a seizure in May. Well, you know all about that, obviously. Yeah, I remember that. But I had a seizure in May, and so right now I'm changing from an old medication to a a new medication. But my old medication, uh, it made me, like, forget words all the time. And my new medication uh, shouldn't make me do that as much. But I'm, like, really concerned if me taking that old medication just for like the two months that I was taking it, if that'll have a long-term effect, if it'll really make me like forget words, forget what's coming up next in sentences. You know, I don't, I mean like, I don't know. My biggest credential on this is that my mom works for Lily, but like isn't even a scientist there. Mm-hmm. But I think that like, you know, I have heard her talk about and like just in general vaguely know about like, there's so, so much like, FDA approval and testing and trials that goes on for 
right? Like any drug mm-hmm. that comes out, um, that like, I mean, I know what you were taking isn't like the most common drug, like Adderall or you know mm-hmm. anything, but still like, maybe I don't know, <laughs> maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure either. Because have you been noticing it? Recently? I'm still, I'm still taking like a relatively similar dose of it, uh, just because I need to wean off it while yeah, I'm yeah, on my yeah. medication. But it, it is kind of funny though, because on my new medication, I was talking to my doctor about side effects. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was like, "Are there any cognitive side effects on my new medication?" And she was like, "Oh, there aren't many cognitive side effects." I was like, "Good," because I really can't be like forgetting words on stage. You know, it kind of messed with me during the show that we did with Magic City, the Bachelor show. Yeah, yeah. Like during during one show, like I flipped two words around, and like I really like thinking, remember thinking that it was the medication's fault, and that yeah. could have been me blaming the medication. It could have been whatever, but like. I mean, also that you had, like, you know, 55 pages of dialogue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but anyway, I just remember that night, I remember being like, shit, I got to get this medication thing in order. I don't want to be on this. And so I talked to my doctor about it. And I was like, are there any any cognitive side effects to my new medication I'm on? Because I really can't be forgetting words and stuff. Mm -hmm. And she was like, are there any cognitive side effects? But uh, you might get kidney stones. And it was just that weird moment of me being like, no. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll trade that out. Yeah, like, no, on. yeah. It's just like, I mean, like, I've heard a million comedians tell stories of, like, um, you know, like, they have a health problem, and they're like, well, maybe this was the part of me that made me funny, and, like, I would rather be sick and, like, funny and be able to, you know, pursue my passion than, like, healthy and not, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the... Like, T.J. Miller is the extreme case. Dude, he's he's the man. I watched but, his, like, This Is Not Happening, and I listened to his... It's so, uh, so I, crazy. I listened to his interviews with Pete Holmes, where he, like, talks about him going through a seizure and all hey, that stuff. Hey, shout out to T.J. Miller and Pete Holmes. If you want to be on the show, just uh, contact our press agent. Yep, they're our Which press is agent. me with a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like, I, I listened to that stuff, and it was really cool, because when I had the seizure, like, dude, I was freaking out. I was really concerned about like me being able to I mean, speak well. Yeah, same. Like it was, it was fucking terrifying, man. Like, oh, that that rocked me for a while, and I wasn't here, and I was in the hospital, and I just like kept forgetting words all the time. And I remember going back to like a rehearsal, like a Magic City rehearsal, and playing Zip Zap Zop, or just like something fucking dumb, like something fun, but just, like you know. like like easy and like kind of dumb, and just being like. I'm a fucking idiot and I don't have any reaction time. Yeah. And then I was getting in my head about it and I felt so stupid. But your head was so shrunken. My head was so shrunken. Just running into walls. Exactly. I don't know, man. It was really, it was really scary. <laughs> no, but seriously, listen, listening to guys like TJ Biller, like it, it felt, it felt cool to be like, oh, that guy had a seizure. Other, yeah. Other people have like gone through, you know, yeah. have had medical issues and like, you know, they're fine. Mm-hmm. And also, like, one thing to, like, add on to that is, like, I heard an interview with someone, and they were, like, a lot of comedians think that their demons are, like, what make them funny. Mm-hmm. To, like, dive into dysfunction and, like, you know, chain smoke and only eat pizza because they're, like, well, that's how I've always done it and I've always gotten results. So, mm-hmm. like, I'll continue to do that and basically, like, continue to kill myself. Yep. Um, in hopes that I can continue to, like, st- stay as funny as I am. And also, like, most people who have, like, gone past that have been, like, hey, I'm going to go... Like, get healthy or, like, get therapy or get on medication. Or, like, oh, that part of my life was actually, like, hindering me. I think... That's, like, what I've been working on. I totally agree with that. In the last year. I think the seizure was kind of good for me in that because uh, prior to having the seizure, whenever I did stand-up, like, I wasn't wasted but i was always like drinking just because it's kind of like within stand-up culture you know you're like you're yeah, always at a bar i'm drinking right now yeah but like after my set i would always have a beer uh just because you know like you're at a bar and in, in sketch and improv like never you know that, that's because i would never want to fuck up yeah i have someone else fuck up because of I've me. i've had like a couple beers before an improv show i would never do it I had, drunk a, I had I a couple do... beers before I did improv with you one time when it was just me and you doing like two person stuff. Oh yeah, I drank a little bit before that. But if I was ever doing improv with like 
with other improvisers that weren't you. <laughs> like real people. Yeah, I know. I would never ever want to do that. If I was doing sketch that like someone else crafted and yeah, spent a lot of time with, I would never sketch. I would never want to drink because I would never want to fuck up someone else's stuff. But when I was doing stand up, I always felt comfortable drinking before. Just yeah. because I was like, oh yeah, like I'll get drunk. It'll be kind of fun. I can play into that persona. Yeah. Worst case scenario, I can be like, oh man, I'm drunk. And people kind of love that shit. Which, they eat that up. which is like, I mean, just like what we were talking about is like, a smaller ver like a smaller crutch mm -hmm. and it's like oh well if you talk about how you smoke weed and then you like are sober and like forget your set list you can be like i'm so fucking high right now and then like talk about that and like that works until you know until you've done it too many times mm -hmm. and like it's expected that you're like oh he's the guy that just forgets all his shit mm -hmm. and like uses being a stoner as a crutch uh -huh. which i mean you can whatever you can play into that mm -hmm. and like then like build on to that but forget what i was talking about no, you're okay i was just saying because I, I smoked too much pot oh <laughs> nice 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 boom if i could do that cool guy like the uh, cool guy one man like snap? tobacco oh can yeah, snap. You're, you're packing your dip like packing my dip i, I was, I was talking about i think i think that clip, the seizure... clip 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 <laughs> that was me guys with my one hand <laughs> i think that what the what the seizure took away from me being able to like it definitely took away from me being able to drink from, well you know to drink remember words to remember words and to remember <laughs> lines and sketch for sure it took away from me being able to react quickly and improv and improvise scenes and uh but I think that it added to my stand-up because now I, I slow down because I have to. And so I take my time when I you speak. You should do that in improv, too. Yeah, and that's that's good. But it also, it made me, I drink less before I go up. And, and I have been drinking, uh, you know, this, this whole month while I'm transitioning medications. And it feels, it feels good, man. And I'm, like, learning more. Because after a set, I, like, sit down. And if my set sucked, I have to, like, think about why my fucking set sucked. Right. Because it's and not so I'm like... And so I'm like, oh, next time I want to learn from that. Instead of, instead of being like, oh, that room was fucking shit, dude. I'm going to yeah, get wasted like and go fucking, to the next one. Yeah, these fucking guys. These fucking like, guys suck. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, well, the first time I did stand-up, I was... Ooh. I mean, not the very first. But, like, the first time in Chicago I did stand-up, I was super wasted. Mm-hmm. And it was so bad, and I was like, ooh, that's... You know, like, if you do it drunk enough that you just... Like, once you get to a certain level of drunkenness, like, ev your body becomes Teflon, and, like, everything just, like, slides off, and you don't give a fuck. Um, but then when you, like, are like, okay, I'm gonna be, like, vaguely sober for this, and I, I have been... I'll have, like, one beer before I go do stand-up, but that's just because you have to, like, sit at a fucking bar and, like... You know what I just realized? What? This actually might be, almost to date, the year anniversary of the first time that I did stand-up in Chicago, mm. because about two weeks after I moved into my place, you moved into your place in Chicago because of the uh, the mold infestation Ugh, the in your old place. fungus palace. And then we... Hey, fuck you, Alan. Went to that uh, that Mexican place across the street from your house. Mm. We went to Kohl's. You got really drunk and left. Oh, and then, yeah. And then I went up, uh, stumbled through my opener. Uh, sets had gone to minute and a half. Got the light. Tried to close out in some bullshit. Didn't get any laughs. And then I left. Took an Uber home. And uh, I'm pretty sure I... Uh, asked out one of my ex-girlfriend's old sorority sisters in a text at like two in the morning that's always a good move oh great move Did just, you delayed no i just <laughs> i'm pretty sure i expected to like wake up to the text because it was like a wednesday night at two in the morning like i expect i'll be like i'll send it now i'll wake up thursday morning and it'll either be like yes or no and like whatever i'll find out tomorrow but then like Within like a minute, she was just like, no, that's probably not a good idea. And so I was like still in the cab, just like, oh, bad night just got worse. Like it was one of those things like uh, late night, bold decision, find out in the morning. Hey, Uber driver, can I change my destination to off a cliff? <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked about Magic City yeah. a little bit vaguely. Can we talk about that? Just because yeah, I like it. it. Um, so, I mean, if you're listening to this, you know us or mm -hmm. else if we've got any stalkers um make yourselves known <laughs> i feel like we have one stalker by now and 
That would be tight. I'm dude. very into it if we do. I'm very into it. I, but I know that if we have a stalker, it's going to tear us apart because we're going to be like, oh, no, they're stalking me more. No, they're Oh, yeah. No, we're like, way too narcissistic and competitive to have a stalker. Yeah, because it's even just one. Because uh-huh. we could split. You know, we just fight over like, I want your stalker. I want that stalker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> big time big time bt also i've been saying big time a lot lately really yeah like i've been saying it like in place of no problem i've been saying it in place of yes i've been saying it in place of like you're welcome and thank you or like just just ask me a question uh hey uh what are you doing later come on <laughs> help me out give me, a good um, setup, pal. give me a good setup uh oh bro um you want to get some T-Bell after Barcelona? Ooh, big time. Big, big time. time. Just like, it, yeah. Yeah, it works. It, no, it works. I really like that. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty big time. Rush. <laughs> Man. That's nothing. That is so much nothing, that big, big time. Big time Rush. That was a weird sequel to <laughs> Autumn Rush? No. Nope. August Rush? Nope. What was this it? This is so much nothing. We're doing. I don't know what either of those things... Like, I vaguely Big know. time Rush, I believe, is like a... Disney like a, Channel yeah, show? Disney Channel Nickelodeon band. And then August Rush is a movie with a kid from Willy Wonka. He plays guitar and he finds his mom who's a cellist. He plays it a uh, slap style, like... You know that? So if our stalkers are still listening... Uh, <laughs> they, they just unstalked us. They're just like, geez, August Rush, big time Rush... <laughs> Which is, of course, the, the, the second and third to the original movie, which is just the band Rush. Oh, yeah. The Canadian trio Rush. Yeah. Which is ironic that it's a trilogy yeah, the, based the, on a trio. Yeah, and then, well, there was a fourth movie called um, Rush Hour. Rush Hour, and then, of course, Rush Hour 1, 2, and 3. Are we going to talk about Magic City or just do this Rush thing for a while? I don't know. I'm kind of into the Rush thing. I'm pretty done with it. Let's let's go uh, to Magic City. What's the other... What's some more Rush stuff? Uh, I was going to go off Rush Hour 3, Hour... Oh, Bluke Rush. Oh, Bluke Rush? No, Bluke Bluke Rush. Rush. Yeah, and then after that, you go to Luke Wilson... Luke Rush, Luke Wilson. Okay, come on. Let's 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 get let's get for real. Candy Crush. Okay. Now <laughs> oh, fuck that. Stop thinking of this rush thing. Let's let's get into it. All right, Magic City. Um, I. It's weird. Why is it weird? That I've been like we've been a part of it for so like it seems like so long like it's. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so I met Caitlin, the director of Magic City, and then in this just, like, one-off, like, Joe Jane's, uh, like, Joe Jane's had a class, and we were doing, like, read-throughs for the class, and I did two nights of it, and on the second night, you know, I'd been in Chicago for, like, two weeks. I hadn't done any comedy both of my roommates have been living here for like two weeks, you know. Shelby was like on a Herald team, and like Katie was like in conservatory or something, right? Like, mm-hmm. so they're both like doing super legit stuff. And I was like sleeping on my own couch because my subletter was still um, living in my room. I had a horrible job where I worked, like, two days a week, like, 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. So I was, like, sleeping until, like, 2 or 3 every day, um, not doing anything, just, like, I need to fucking figure my shit out. Um, And then Caitlin, when we were, like, doing plugs, um, Caitlin was like, I just uh, formed a sketch group. Um, If anyone knows any guys who are looking to be in a sketch group, which, why you have a shortage of men in the chicago comedy scene is beyond me i think um, it's because caitlin just hates everyone so much yeah she does like she just must well because i think caitlin she loves everyone she loves so much but yeah she just well she gives everyone a chance but she doesn't put up with a lot of white dude bullshit a lot of white dude bullshit she was actually very sweet with me this week we had a text conversation oh, yeah we had a text conversation where we were talking about like misogyny within comedy and i said something along what i was trying to say was like I think misogyny within comedy is like a part of the beast, and like I think it's it's a negative part of comedy. But I what I said was like it, 
it's here to stay or something along those lines. And then she was like, no, it's not. Like, we need to get the right people involved. And, like, it's good that you're aware of what you're saying. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to say that. I think and she, she, like, guided me through it. It was very cool. Yeah, I think both of those things are, like, vaguely true. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that, like, yeah, there's no way we're going to, like, wake up tomorrow and all everyone's going to be like, hey, let's just be nice to ladies. Yeah, for um, sure. But, I mean, the tides are changing. And, like... Yeah, I don't. I don't want it. Whatever. Um, I just was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about like Donald Trump bringing up Bill Clinton indiscretion, and the, like the conversation they had in the '90s versus the conversation that we're having now. It's like people talk about sex in such different ways. Um, they're like, I mean, I think the tides are changing, and like, whatever. Okay. Good positive vibes to ladies. My. Mm-hmm. I have two female roommates. You have a female roommate. We're yes, sir. Like, we're nice guys. We're, just we're couple, good boys. We're a couple of nice guys. Both have our thumbs up right now. Yeah, you can't see that, but we're like... A couple of nice guys with a thumbs up. We're just like, oh, we're ice skating mm-hmm. and it is getting warmer. Um, I think the point that you're trying to make is that Magic City was the first yeah. opportunity that we both had here. Yeah, so, you know, I immediately went up to Caitlin afterwards and I was like, hey, let me friend you on Facebook. I need to start doing something and i'd done sketch in college and i was like that's what i'm good at um and then she was like i saw you read stuff you're like pretty good at that you're funny enough right um you're yeah you're in just like come check it out which she would have by the way um if i was like (laughs) uh if if i was horrible she would have just kicked you know been like hey sorry that was an audition and you failed because I think she can has the power of will to do that. Mm-hmm. So we started a group. She took some people out of it. We started a new group. Um, she was like, we need another guy because a guy I wanted just dropped out. And I was like, I have a friend that just moved here. And that's me. Yeah. And I was like, he hasn't done a lot of like sketch comedy stuff but he has really good instincts and i hadn't all i had done is literally i done skits at summer camp yeah like and that's i done skits at summer camp i had watched a lot of it's always sunny in philadelphia and a lot of parks and rec and i had done i would say probably around 30 open mics in between boulder and indianapolis really yeah i didn't know you went to like that many yeah so i had done um, but that was over the course of like two years, one year. Over about about a year. So I, I did my first open mic um, with you, uh, November of twenty fourteen. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Thanksgiving, we got in the fight. Yeah, I'll professional never, wrestling. Never forget it. <laughs> Great night, and then uh, that spring after that in uh, two thousand fifteen, the semester that I left Boulder, I remember I was like. I was dating this girl, and we kept like getting in all these fights, and I, I stopped going to school. Um, I just like I was never going to class. I stopped going to school. No, you graduated. graduated. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I was super not graduating, and I was like super sad. Uh, one time, me and my girlfriend got in a fight so bad. <laughs> Those are the two worst, two worst superpowers of all time. Yeah, I know. It's Griswold, man. Yeah, I know. Me and me and my he's super sad, super not graduating. Me and my uh, me and my girlfriend got in a fight so bad, and like I, I like I think I I punched a mirror, uh, like a mirror shattered. Been there. Yeah, I know. And then she just like left, which was good. She was she should have left because I'm, I'm a crazy person. And then she just like texted me and she was just like, I'm not hanging out with you until you see a therapist and i was like yeah good idea for sure cool so yeah i've been there too <laughs> yeah and then i saw a therapist and then and then i think after i saw the therapist i started doing stand-up or it was maybe around the same time that i saw a therapist I started doing stand-up and then i think i went to two mics in boulder so it was max two mics a week so a maximum of two mics a week for one semester so I don't know. So let's say, you know, anywhere from if I had ever gone to a full semester at college, I'd know how long a semester was. Very funny. <laughs> Very funny. Thank you for that. That's a that's a, that's your polite way of saying shut the fuck up. Well, fuck I know it, it, it. Actually, you're exactly right. And then I went home to Indianapolis, <laughs> and I you know I did a couple mics before I went to summer camp, 
And then I did a couple mics in Indianapolis before I moved up here. And then Sam, because my older brother, is a nice brother. He would like put me on some of the showcases that he was running in Indy. Really? Yeah, like, with like showcases? no showcases that we was. How running. long was your How long were your sets? I was doing like five minutes, like six minutes before like actual like people that have been practicing and like doing good sets and like doing a lot we of mics go a do week. Some of those. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, I think that he wouldn't. He actually, yeah, he probably would. He's still a nice guy. We're legit. Yeah, I know, but he put me, he put me up, and I remember. Hey, Sam, if you're listening to this. Uh... Put me on a showcase. Dude, I remember I did this one joke about how, like, I was single. It was, like, a joke about... I remember that I wasn't actually single when I told the joke. And I was just like, yeah, I'm single now. So I got on Tinder. And I realized that uh, girls don't want to have sex with me. Which is pretty sad. Because it's not just, uh, you know, it's not just 18... I just I remember I said some year in the 1800s. Uh, which, don't make fun of me. Because you know that I have another joke which involves a year in the 1800s. No, that's fine. And I go... And it's just said a year in the 1800s ago. It's not a year in the 1800s anymore. You can't just have sex with any girl you want. Like, I thought that Ooh. was a joke. I know. And then afterwards, the host goes up and he goes, Give it up for Willie Griswold, the man who put a year on when it was okay to stop raping women. And I was like, that was shitty of him to say that. And Sam was like, no, it wasn't. That was the joke that you made. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm yeah. a jerk. <laughs> And I was like, I shouldn't have made that. And then I went back to Boulder and I was like, I need to start doing more comedy. And then the semester ended. And I like, I just I was left like, Boulder and I was like, I Chicago. should move to Chicago and start doing more comedy. Yeah. Oh my God. Can you imagine if you were living in Denver right now, going to school and like... I would have graduated. I mean, I would have had, I would have a college degree right now, which would be cool. That would be dope. Eh, it's not that cool. Yeah. I've been looking, st- I'm still looking for a frame that's stupid enough to put my college degree in. Really? Yeah, I really- You should get one with like elephants and giraffes on the side. I really want to get like a Hello Kitty frame. Oh, let me get you a funny frame for your college degree. Yeah, I've been like- The graduation present? I've been like looking around. What are the dimensions of a degree? Eight by ten? Eh, it's okay. Fucking no. I didn't degree in degrees. Come on, pal. It's, I didn't graduate in degrees. He didn't get a degree in degrees? You just said, I didn't degree in degrees. Like, no, oh, I, t- I degreed in journalism. Yeah, well, I told you I didn't get a degree in degrees. Why would you think that I knew how to say it, pal? <laughs> you didn't get a degree in... You didn't... Fuck you. Uh, so, Magic City was cool. Um, oh, really? After a 15-minute tangent? After... F- there was two minutes where I was literally begging you to talk about it. Now you're going to go right into it? Uh, yeah. Um, I th- It's like... Um, so it started off and it was like a, a, we had a core group and we did, we did a show. Like we practiced for so fucking long. That show in February? I loved that show in February so It was much. good. I, it was, I think it was, I mean, it was just a really solid sketch show. Mm-hmm. And dude, that like, show, that meant a lot to me. Cause that, uh, that sketch that I wrote, um, I don't know, cause I remember when, when I got in the sketch group, I remember I went to that rehearsal with you and like, I didn't feel like. I didn't feel like I was part of the gang. Like the first, first rehearsal? Yeah, because first off, everyone in there was so crazy talented. And like they all, everybody in there went to the same college. Dude, that's how I felt when I started. And they, it, they were all in comedy studies together. You had already done sketch. Everyone else in there, everyone else in there had done sketch and improv together. You had at least done sketch before. Yeah. I had zero experience. And I remember coming in there being like, I'm fucked. No one likes me. I'm in trouble. <laughs> And I can, I can tell you the first laugh that I got in a rehearsal. I like you. The first laugh, thank you. The first laugh that I got in a rehearsal. <laughs> uh, the first laugh that I got in a rehearsal with Magic City was we were doing uh, the zombie zombie Walgreens sketch. And I was the pharmacist. It, was, it wasn't a sketch. We were improvising it. And yeah. uh, was, it was Walgreens or CVS. It was like sketch pro. Whichever, which, whichever one of their slogans is get well. And um, in the end of it, I killed all the zombies, and I was the pharmacist, and I saved like the damsel or whatever. And I like, I whatever. I want to call it chucking my shotgun, but I know that's not what it's called. I uh, chucked my, I chucked my shotgun. Wait, wait, wait. And then I go, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I primed it. Cocking. I cocked it. I cocked my shotgun, and I go, get well. At the end of it, and I got a huge laugh from everyone. And then I was like, oh fuck. That definitely wasn't they like the me now. First time, and that was like probably your first like. Big, that was my first big laugh big that I ever laugh, got. But it, yeah, it definitely wasn't like, no, yeah. And then and then when I realized that like, because that de- also definitely wasn't the first rehearsal you had. Oh no, yeah. Well, well, I didn't. I don't think I got a big laugh in the first. Because rehearsal. well, I remember but, leaving the first rehearsal being like, "Fuck, I do not feel good about that." No, and then well, but yeah, I mean, you know, 
Kaylee and you Kay- got on at different train stops. Like you didn't, you didn't show with me afterwards, and I was like, I felt terrible afterwards. Well, yeah, because Caitlin was like, I, because I told her, I was like, I have a friend, he's super funny, um, and like, whatever, um, you know. And then she was like, Yeah, tell him to come to the, come to a rehearsal. It'll kind of be like an audition, but. Like, we need a guy, and if you vouch for him, and if he, you know, I explain that, like, oh, you're my best friend. We've, like, done a lot of shit together. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, she, like, messaged me afterwards and was like, yeah, he's, yeah, tell him to come back next week. Like, he's good. Yeah, man, well, it was, Magic City's the best. And then I remember when we did the sketch, we did the, like, the sketch prop thing where it was, it was the scene that we never actually made the show. And it's how we got the name Magic City. Oh yeah, where it's uh, it was, <laughs> which is we're fucking ridiculous. It's me and Danielle are hooking up, or me and Courtney were hooking up as a joke in this. It in was this scene, and not and I was a virgin as a joke. Well, no, 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 no. Mean, like it's a comedic sketch. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, just, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> oh, we're hooking up as a joke. Like <laughs> I just said it because I didn't want didn't actually I didn't want their boyfriends to beat me up. That's why I was saying it. I have such dummy instincts. I don't know why I said it like yeah, that. Yeah, you're fine. Um, it's like the pure heart rule. Like, you're doing it. Like, you're not being like, oh. Yeah, we were hooking up, like, literally... as a joke, because I'd never fuck any of those girls. It's like, uh, no, as I a literally... joke, because, like, uh, I don't want their boyfriends to be angry. That's, that's actually why I said it. No, but crazy. you're, like, doing something strange for a good reason, so it's, like, okay to be strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're doing it, and I remember what I said was just, like, uh... I was a virgin. We were like, I was a virgin, like losing my virginity. And I was like, all right, you ready, girl? I'm going to take you to Magic City. <laughs> yeah. And, and we had just been like, right. Because. And, and the Drake and Future album had just come out. Yeah. And I don't know if I knew that there was a strip club in Atlanta called Magic City. I mean, it, it was, must have been somewhere in my head. It's just like a thing in your head. Yeah. And you just pulled it. And like, we. And been... there's also, there's also a work, a workaholics episode where he's referring to, they have sex in a kitchen and they call it Magic Town. So I don't know if that was like in my head somewhere either. You know, was like that's where Magic probably. Town is. But the, I, I'm not positive. But I just I, for some reason I thought about having sex and calling it yeah. Magic City. Magic City. And, <laughs> and then we were down to two names for the sketch group. It was Magic City and something else. Some fucking other non gym. It's like such a good, good name. And like even though it like is, it's like just make because okay. Let me refocus. Yeah. Go so for that. that night, so we were like. Um, applying for, you know, they like, so everyone else in the group went through comedy studies and they like learned how to do applications. And we were like, we're going to do an application for a second city show. Mm-hmm. Um, and Caitlin had pretty much done everything except for, we had to choose a name for the group. And we were like, it like, Caitlin was like, the deadline is tomorrow. Like, we have, this is our last rehearsal before the deadline. We have to choose a name tonight. So, people were just like, during our regular rehearsal, people were just writing down phrases they liked. I remember that. And then you said Magic City, and Chase was like, oh, hell yeah, wrote that down. And then we like looked at it. It was down to Magic City and something else. And, um,. We were like, all right, Magic City, it's good. We like it. Um, Caitlin was like, all right, I'll write it down. And I don't, I mean, I don't think it was as movie-like as she was like, Magic City, submit application. But basically, you know, we were like, all right, we're called Magic City. We made a Facebook page for us. And then um, I think everyone individually (laughs) went home and was like, Maybe we should Google Magic City. Because uh, I know that I was like, hmm, I wonder if there's anything else in the world called Magic City. Or maybe it's just our little gym. And yeah, then it turns out it's like the biggest strip cl- club in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, and like, a song called Magic City Mondays. Yeah, and like, you know, like there are articles written about how like up and coming rappers will like get a $20,000 advance. And like will go with like established rappers and just like throw $20,000 in the air to be like, this is how you like get established. You like go there and like meet people. And like, it's like a thing in the rap game, which is like, just like another fun, like irony of like, we're all the whitest children in Chicago trying to make jokes and make them ups. And like, we're like, it is funny. So I made that up when I think about it. Like I never had, I had really no 
actual improv training at that point. But like, no, but we were running like those, no, but no, no formal improv, no training. formal improv training except for like, you know, we did PTTV, which was all improv. And PTTV like, is the thing that we did in high school. Oh yeah, look that up. That shit is actually funny. It actually Park Tudor Television, all one word on YouTube. It's no, like yeah, we we made videos for our high school about dances that were coming up. If you want to like laugh at how awkward we are i'm sure our stalker already has seen it but mm-hmm. um it was no it was actually he or were... she i want to say she but like i don't know no nah, i'm fine with it. i'm fine if it's a fella i'm also fine but i don't want to just is there a is there a term for like like do like a stereotype but like gender like a gender stereotype what you like, saying Val? like i just always assume that if I had a stalker, it would be a woman. Like, I don't want a gender type. Is that a thing? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, if you're saying, like, I don't want hey, to... Hey, Caitlin, if you're listening to this, uh, just call me and tell me what just I'm wrong. Just being like, I don't want to assume it's a woman. I don't want to... Yeah, but there should be a word for that. I don't want to typecast it as a... I don't want to... You know, but, like, you know, if someone's, like... Um, gender You know, if you're like, oh, I went to my... I gender I went to yeah. my doctor. No, I feel what you're saying, yeah. I went to my doctor, and you're like, oh, how was he? And you're like she was and you're like oh, what do you don't mean the gender type oh i'm positive there's a word for that yeah, yeah there has to be um anyway um yeah. i think i think it is funny that 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 you know that thing that the sketch group magic city that like i kind of i feel like that's that's like that really got me yeah into chicago um yeah you know i was thinking while you were talking i was thinking like i don't know what i would do without magic city and like to be frank, like I would have, we would have figured something else out, but I'm glad it worked out with the people that we have. Cause like Caitlin is like, I mean, everyone in the group is so fucking good. And like the, the original sketch show we did was like, so, you know, really good. And not just, not just like well-written and well-acted, but like, I think it like, drew on a lot of like experience and like was fairly personal and like did well um for like people that would be our audience and you know like parents Mm -hmm. and like adult friends Mm -hmm. um and then we did the bachelor show and we met like a ton of other people and like Oh my gosh, that was crazy. That was crazy. Dude. That was a crazy show. This summer was nuts. Like I, I, I had a seizure in May, and then I came back, and I was just like, "Oh, we have to finish this script in a week, two weeks, and I have to memorize all of it." Yeah. That was that was bad for a while. I was losing my mind there for a while. Mm-hmm. But then everything was okay. I wonder if my dad listens to this i don't know if i told my dad about your seizure about my seizure hey rick everything's doing good now yeah i think it's like okay to talk about it now with them yeah i think everything's i just didn't want them to worry and be like oh you guys are doing too many drugs that's why it really happened um i don't know whatever um sorry that was just a (laughs) latent thought um yeah that was like really fun um yeah, and then everything we're doing right now with them is like I feel like I just feel like the scale of what we've done has just like grown exponentially. Like we practiced for the babies in business suits was the uh, first show. February show, yeah. Yeah, it was the sketch show and that like we practiced so much for that and then like did it and it was good and we like sold it out and it was like a good show. We sold it out like one week, right? No, we sold it out three weeks. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, it's just like it's three out of four. Yeah. Um, just don't be like, it was a sold out show. I mean, basically. It was a, it was a good show. Um, and, But like, that was just like a regular, I mean like good, but run of the mill sketch show. It had a theme and it had... Relationship sketch, political sketch. Yeah, you know, it was a sketch review. And, like, standard definition sketch review. Good, original, unique, but, like, played into the form. And then we, like, did The Bachelor show, and that was more like a one-act play. Mm -hmm. And it was crazy and just, I mean, 
it was a nuts show. And then now this next show we're doing is it improvised horror movie dude which i gotta is, tell you i'm super nervous for the show dude can we please watch cabin in the woods i don't like to watch horror movies but, but it's not even like that scary also we've already watched cabin in the woods you okay you don't know you haven't seen the whole thing yeah josh sweden's horror in the woods <laughs> josh sweden's cabin in the woods <laughs> no josh no. sweden no, no wait, i've seen the movie we've watched it together are you making jokes Josh Sweden. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, Josh, Josh Sweden. Josh Sweden? Yeah, Josh Sweden. I Josh know Josh Sweden. Sweden. Yeah, um, Josh Sweden, I know him. Uh, yeah, you haven't seen the whole movie. Yes, I have. Okay, what happens at the end? Um, Spoilers, by the way. Go fucking watch Captain in the Woods. Uh, there's two guys, there's a force field, boom, got it. No, that's like, a th- you know, like halfway through the movie. I don't remember the end, but I know I, I watched it. I remember watching the whole thing with you. You should watch it again. I don't want to watch it again. It would really help you with the show if you're nervous with the show. I'm not. I'm, I don't like horror movies, pal. I'm not gonna get into it. Um, it's gonna be crazy. I'm so excited. Um, and then like we have so that's like a crazy show, but like also is like narrative improv, and that's like a form that has you know. I just I just think of myself as a pretty one faced improviser. Like I I don't think that I have a lot of versatility. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing, you know. But I think that yeah, I think like, I can all- still work on it. But I think that the more aware of it I am, the better that I'll be. That's also like a negative. Like that's like I'm trying to think of an example. But like if you put something in a negative light, like oh, you know, like I can't. I honestly, but right, like I think that like um, I'm actively trying to work on it, you know. But but you know what I would say is that like. Um, instead of thinking it like that, like it would be better to think like, I am an improviser that really plays close to home. Like I play close to self. So like, I'm, it's like, it's a, I think it's really good. Um, and I think the same thing in sketch too. Like, it's really good to be able to like do crazy characters and like go and like, you know, just be a weird guy and, like, have weird bits, like, on stage and just, like, be a crazy person. But if you, like, can't, you know, if you're, like, if it's harder to draw from yourself, um, then, like, it's gonna take you longer to learn how to draw from your own life and your own experience rather than the other way around. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's a lot better to like learn how to like play with your experience and like the character like put a you know it's like a president wearing like a president halloween mask like it's technically a mask of yourself but it's like a little cartoonish and like right over your face I if get that, the analogy that you're making, but I'm more focused in the idea of a president wearing a president. Yeah, like mask. like imagine a guy. No, 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 no. I just I just want to. <laughs> which president is it? And is he wearing? Because <laughs> I assume it's either George W. Bush, Barack Obama, or John F. Kennedy. Are they wearing one of each other or one of their? No, themselves? it's like it's like um, oh, it's like what um, oh, fuck, what's the guy from Malcolm in the Middle? But also Breaking Bad. Frankie Muniz. Nope. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, oh my gosh, I know his name. Brian Cranston. There we go. So he went. To, Old B. Cranston. So he went to Comic Con wearing a Walter White. Outfit. Yeah, a like he wore like a Walter White outfit, but wore a Walter White mask and like walked around in you know his own face. But everyone was like, "Oh, this is just like." a guy doing a character and then like once he walks on stage as a person in a mask and takes off his mask and it's actually just his real face under underneath it's like oh that's the real guy oh yeah, yeah, yeah right so it's like you're playing a version of yourself which is also like what we do in stand-up which i think why is the reason why you're an improviser like that mm-hmm. and like i believe that i'm the same way mm-hmm. um but, like, if you can take that and then expand it, then you can go be, like, workout Willie. I like being a workout Willie. He's always at it again, and he likes to work out. He's lifting weights and getting dates. In Chicago? Illinois. Illinois. 
Um, I wonder if anybody's listening to this. And they're just like, oh, are they starting a bit? Are they starting? Oh yeah, for sure. That's no, stupid. No. They're idiots. They're, they're too. I think we both went up there. I we went way mistake. too high. That was a mistake on both of our parts. Ooh, yeah. That was regrettable and negligent and, uh, I'm gonna say piss poor form. I am not so, so confident in my singing ability recently. <laughs> really? You think that, uh, were you confident in the past? Uh, not. I mean, like, I'm the best in the world, but I was like, I might. You alright? Yeah. And then I went and sang on stage, and I was like, oh, I'm the worst. Oh, yeah, how'd that go the other night? You, you, you did poorly? Um, this, it was alright. Like, I'm over-dramatizing it. Like, the singing, you know, I was, like, off-key a few times, got back on, and, like, it, I was very funny. Mm-hmm. People laughed. I will tell you that much. Um... Like bad laughs? Well, no, 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 no. Like, with my bit. There was a lot of... Okay, I was in a show called Anything Goes, um, run by George Elrod, who is out of my league funny. Uh, he's so good. He's on on Shelby's Herald team. Oh, very cool. Comet? Uh, Comet, yeah. Check them out. Great name. Uh, I don't also, know when their I show fucking, I, I feel just like my dad. Whenever, whenever you're good, whenever great, I hear a good name, I, great name. That's a great name for a sketch. Wow, that's a great name. Yeah, Sears um, Tower, great name. <laughs> um, yeah, so he runs a show. It's like an ode to musicals. It's called Anything Goes. Like people, like it's like okay, it's like people will come on, sing a song. Like two people, three people will sing a song. Then like. A group of improvisers will improvise based on that for like 10 or 15 minutes. More people sing, more improv, more singing, more improv. Uh, last time I saw it, it was like super bit heavy. Okay, so what'd you sing? Uh, I sang My Junk by about from uh, Spring Awakening. Yeah. But I sang it about Taco Bell. So I like, um, I had this shirt on. I like came out and I was like, I want to dedicate this song to anybody who loves somebody or something they know is bad for them, but they can't they can't quit because it makes them feel so Correct good me if in the I'm, moment. If I'm wrong, isn't my junk about sexual assault? I don't. I always thought it. No, no, I don't think so. Have you seen the show? I mean, like maybe. I think th- the words of the show. I mean, like it seems like the lyrics are more like. Um, also, we're talking about the musical Spring Awakening. Yeah, not the music not the music festival. festival Spring Awakening. To any cool people out there? Yeah. Um, uh, if we got anybody too excited, Mark and I are not cool. Listening. People are not listening to this. Um, yeah, they might be. We might have tricked some be. people. Um, yeah. We're a couple imposters. Yeah. Um, no, I, it's more about like I think it's my junk as like my like heroin. Okay. Right. Like I'm addicted to you. Like. There's a lyric when it's like, um, I shoot up some you and like, Oh yeah. I'm thinking about the wrong song. Yeah. All right. Cool. Excuse me. Uh, no, you're fine. Um, but yeah, so the song is about like love that you're like addicted to love and it's like, Oh, it's so like, I feel it so much, but I did the, I did it about Taco Bell. Good for you. So I like, I had this shirt when I printed out a ton of like Taco Bell pictures and like, um, I went, I got a taco 12 pack and like, just, I videotaped myself just eating as many tacos as I could in a Did row. Did you eat all? No, I only got through eight. Only eight? I know. Disappointing. I was, I was sober though. Did you do that before the show? No, I did it the night before. I was um, going to say, you can't evacuate a 12 pack. And I didn't also, stage. I didn't eat anything <coughs> that day because I knew I was going to have to eat 12 tacos. So I was like, I want to eat as much as possible. But the night before, I very drunkenly Ubered to Taco Bell and like got Taco Bell that night. So like, you know, for 36 hours this weekend, I like all I had was Taco Bell in my system. Good for you, buddy. I've been pooping like a champ recently, though. Hey, way to go, bud. Um... And, like, I was off-key, but, like, people liked it. And then I was wearing an undershirt under the, like, Taco Bell shirt. So I, like, finished the song, and I, like, reach into my shirt. It had a pocket, and I, like, pull out a taco, and I, like, start eating it Now a taco from the day before. Yeah. 
gross. It was like super gross. And I like, I took one bite because I was like, oh, maybe I'll like savor it. You know, like I'll just stay on stage and eat the whole thing. But it was so gross. I was like, oh no. And I just like basically like rah, rah, shoved the whole thing in my mouth, ran off stage and just like spit it up into a trash can. Gross. And that was my um, solo debut at IO Chicago. <laughs> nice, dude. Way to go. Congratulations, pal. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of us, buddy. I think we're both we're both killing it. Yeah, we didn't really talk about stand-up, but, like, I think that we've, like... I mean, I there are like probably, we're, like, I a like we're million... Just, I feel like we're just really getting into stand-up. Yeah, honest. you know, like, I think there are... I mean, there are probably, like, a million stand-ups, little stand-up scenes around Chicago. Mm-hmm. But I think... And we're, like, just getting into the Lakeview one. Yeah, but I think that, like... We, like, found a crew of, like, you know, we, like, know people that go to a lot of different mics and, like, do stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, people that aren't just, like, oh, I do this one open mic. Mm-hmm. When I moved here, I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll go to Blarney Stone every week. And I did that for, like, three weeks. And then Mike Eunice was like, hey, man, you got to hit more than just this one mic. And I was like, oh, how many should I hit? He was like... I don't know, like, more than 10. And I was like, what are you talking about? No one goes to that many mics. And then I kept talking to other people. Like, I was texting like, Tim McLaughlin. He was just like, yeah, like, when I was starting, I'd go to, like, 15 mics a week. And I was like, that's crazy. No one does that. And then in August, like, remember one week, me and Colin Unger went to 15 mics in a week. And I, like, texted him. And I was like, dude, thank you for having a car. Like, that changed the game. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. Because you can just, you can feel... You can feel yourself, like, getting better and, like, figuring shit out. Yeah, and just, like, being on stage. And you're like, oh, okay. Because I actually was um, talking to my stepmom yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, Because they were just at Nordstrom and literally ran into me. Barb? I was was at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Emily. Because Barb was like, oh, Mark doesn't work on Mondays. And Emily, like, went to come check out the bar and I was there. Anyway, but they were like, so how do you, like practice your stand-up do you like just stand in front of a mirror and like do your jokes and i was like no you just like have to you practice on stage i'm like william jennings bryan i uh, go into the forest stuff my mouth with marbles try to speak clearly with uh do you know that story absolutely not we stuffed him with rocks i have no just idea calm old marble mouth i did a Who the fuck is that william jennings bryan yeah he lost the uh sounds like a Kelly. fucking nerd didn't you pay attention in sixth grade Absolutely not. I was Mrs. too Simmons busy class? jerking off. I hated that bitch. Dude. Mrs. Simmons? Ugh. She was Slow the blow. fucking worst. I don't give a shit. Wow. Right. Hey, anybody who goes to Park Tudor, aka my brother and his friends, um, firebomb her. <laughs> Whoa. Dude. She's the worst, dude. I hated her. She was such a bitch to me. That is so mean. She was a great teacher. She was a dick to me. You know, do you remember when I did uh, my Great American? I think that like when I was when I did my Great American and I was Louis Armstrong and my mom showed up for the presentation. She goes, "Oh my gosh, I did not know that Martin Luther King Jr. played the trumpet." <laughs> yeah, that's like classic. Oh, that was so. Funny. I was Frank Lloyd Wright. Hashtag Chicago. You were Frank Lloyd Wright. I love Frank Lloyd It was so funny that you were an architect. I remember you teaching us about <laughs> falling water, and you were just like, form before function. I, and I was like, why was he about form before function? That makes no sense. Isn't function very important? Um, it was more like form over function. Like, everything has to be functional, technically. But, right, like... Um, but, like... We don't need to get into the specificity to, of this. But, like, he but would just, design all the furniture for for the houses he built. So, like, you know, like, you just... Ha- like, a chair is a chair, right? Like, we're sitting in different chairs. They're doing the same thing. But he would, you know... If you're going to have a chair, it has to look good in the surroundings. Like, it is better to look... Whatever. It doesn't <laughs> well, I think that's a strong ending. I think yeah, that was... A, oh. We should end on the aesthetics of shares. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What are just like some fun thing we've done? I don't know. Um, I think that like uh, I tight roped a dumpster. That was funny. That, that was, was one of the things. That was, was pre seizure. That was cool. That was funny. Call that PS. PS. I don't know. Like I think that like it may be a good thing that we haven't like 
Like, we've been kind of grinding. I feel you, dude. I think it's been, like, I think it's been really good. I think this summer's been good for me. Yeah, and also, like, I mean, when we both lived here, we, like, had, a, like, bender months. For sure. I think that the fact that me and you didn't hang out every day for four years while, like, while I was in Boulder and you were in Bloomington. Kind I of. Think, exactly. We moved here, and every day it was thanksgiving break and summer yeah it was for, just like it was for, it was that for for like six months yeah it was six months just like we got we got wings and drank almost every day yeah like the yeah people at bars started to know us yeah we'd go to like mullins and we, we were just like what do you want to do tonight like oh let's get wings and beer yeah which is like awesome also what i want to do tonight yeah um still doing health month till, till uh, halloween so you're not gonna eat wings no, 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 I just can't, I, I can't oh. drink for a while. Oh, yeah. I'll have I, wings, though, for sure. Oh, okay, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, wings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm down. Um, we should we, look at the specials. We gotta stop talking about food. We gotta Dude, stop talking I'll about... never stop talking about All right, about well, food. I think we're talking about food. Let's end it here. Um, All right, thanks for tuning in to Mark and Willie's new best friend. I'm Willie Griswold. I'm Mark Renucci. And you are our new best friend. Yeah, listener. Mark and Willie's new best friend.